0: You're listening to the Christian Chemist Podcast. I am your host, Tiffany. And on this podcast, I share my Christian journey, social commentary, and any instances of chemistry within the Bible. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the saying, Am I my brother's keeper? Now, of course, the actual phrase seems a little bit dated, and that's because it's actually originally from the Bible. Now, I didn't know this until I was doing one of the quarterly lessons a while back with one of my friends, and it kind of baffled me that The origins of some of the sayings that we have in our own culture and in society. And some of them which are probably even mainstream originated from the Bible. So this one um, in particular I wanted to talk about because anytime that you hear this phrase being said or in real life or even in a movie... It's usually in the scenario where there's somebody looking for somebody else and the person who says the phrase is usually somebody who either one knows that the person did something wrong and hiding for them or they simply don't care to know their whereabouts and is a bit perturbed or annoyed that the person who is looking for the other person thinks that they should know their whereabouts, right? Now, keep that in mind. So, in both scenarios, the person who is being searched for is in the wrong in both cases, right? And that is a very strong juxtaposition against where the phrase actually originated from. Because the person who is searching for the person who is quote-unquote lost or cannot be found and the person who is being asked about this lost person's whereabouts is usually positioned as a person who isn't inherently doing anything um, wrong or even evil because they are just like the middleman Or what society would say that person would probably be like in the position to snitch, right? Which is also a bad connotation towards that. So, in the Bible, however, the phrase, am I my brother's keeper, is uttered by Cain, right? So, in the story of Cain and Abel we know that one brother slayed the other brother, right? So let's just read it um, as a refresher. So I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible, Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 to 9, right? So it reads, And in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord, and Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and the fat thereof and the lord had respect unto abel and his offering but unto cain and to his offering he had not respect and cain was very wroth and his countenance fell and the lord said unto cain why art thou wroth and why is thy countenance fallen if thou doest well shalt thou not be accepted and if thou doest not well sin lieth at the door And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? So in this scenario, which is the origin of this saying, the person who is being asked about the whereabouts of the missing person is actually the person who is responsible for the person going missing. And in this case, is responsible for murder, is responsible for killing the person who is missing, right? And to me, is such like a mind blow because i didn't know i didn't know that right um i'm still like you know very still very early in my christian journey didn't read the entire bible don't know all of the readings and the sayings. but like as i grew in christ and i read more and i learn more like all these things are really surprising to me that society would take something that has such um, a strong underlying meaning and kind of like flip it on its head and I just find it like kind of very you know deceptive because it's made to seem like this saying came from something of somewhat of like annoyance because I've never seen it portrayed in the way of where it originated. Like anybody saying that. Is not because they. And I'm talking about anybody. Like in in real life. Like people you would interact with socially. And within your culture. Within your country. It's like they say that out of annoyance. Like why are you asking me for this. The whereabouts of this next person. Like why do I have to keep tabs on that person. Why do I have to keep track. Or who? So it's like it's so much deeper than that it's so much like sinister really because and and very sad because you know he was upset that God did not take his offering and it led him to kill his brother whose offering was acceptable to God and That was the first murder recorded in the Bible. So, something that is that significant and that heavy for it to be watered down and twisted into something else, I think it just shows how much society has come from things being sacred or things being really rooted in truth. And even though this might be not much of a big deal. There are a lot of truths in the Bible that either it's kind of, I don't want to say hidden, but to the vast majority, to the wider population and the general public. There are a lot of themes and things that are in society right now, that are mainstream right now, that are on social media, on television. And even ingrained in, into our society and our culture that is actually rooted in the Bible but has been twisted and uh, misconstrued to mean something else. And I think those are very important topics to touch on. And usually what I do when I'm doing these type of commentary episodes and it's something to be very, very careful with and aware of because some of these things um, can be very (laughs) very damaging and detrimental the episode that I have coming up next will showcase another one of these instances and that one is so much more so so much more um, deceitful it's so much more deceitful but what do we expect from the father of lies, right? The devil. It's a lot of confusion and misrepresentation even within the whole religion of Christianity with all the denominations. There are different beliefs and different ideologies and customs that people do and some that don't do. I am a Seventh-day Adventist since May 2019 and I used to be a Catholic and I used to go to church on a Sunday but I don't anymore since I was converted and I'd probably talk about that whole process in another episode because that's a whole other thing but just even with that some people would see the big divide or the difference simply with the day of worship which really just splits it into two because there's only a small amount of christians that honor the real and true sabbath and then there are the sunday worshipers which is the false day of worship and then Within the Sunday Worshippers, there are a lot of different deviations of things that are not biblical. And those things also very long and deep to get into, which will be other episodes. But mainly, um, all of this confusion and stuff stems from the enemy. And we need to be cognizant. I am not one actually to be a main propon- proponent of isolating yourself because I don't think that is the way to go. That is not Christ's method, right? He went into the thick of things and ministered to people but was not um, inherently in. Doing anything wrong. But you can't be somewhere off in the distance, on a mountain by yourself, shouting to people, right? That's that's not building connection. That's not getting to the root of things. So, and because of how I was converted, I know that this, what I'm doing now with this podcast is something that is necessary and needs to be done it's not it's not the only way to reach people but it is a way that needs to be utilized to reach people um i'm very excited for the next episode that i have which is going to um pull the curtain over one of the biggest lies i've seen yet um I don't even want to say television because this is our next Netflix series, but television is, you know, going to the internet now. So it's something I saw on social media, and I wanted to talk about it, but I was holding off because I kind of wanted it to be this whole big perfect thing. But something happened to me two days ago, and I was like, okay. The, this is the episode coming next and I will also do a YouTube video because I need this particular ep- message of this particular episode that I'm going to do next to reach as fast and wide as possible. So look out for it and I will leave links to my social media. Um, in the show notes of this episode, if it is, you ever want to reach out and talk about anything pertaining to, um, Christianity and your spirituality and you'll hear from me in the next episode.